Welcome to the My Yielded Life podcast hosted by me, Ray Marie Marsh, where I will be answering the question, what does it actually look like to yield to God? So this is not a right or wrong. This is just God in me. You've got to hear him. That just didn't sound right. As a Christian, you feel like you know, you're given those two options, you're supposed to take the ministry road. You've got to settle this. Do you trust him? And yeah. I felt like God was not listening to me. Not everyone will go this journey. There are some who will. But I had to do this. I needed to be who I am. You didn't find this podcast by coincidence. You are here for this. Let's figure it out as we go. This is My Yielded Life. Please welcome my husband, Joey Marsh, back to the show to have this discussion with me because it'll be way more fun than me just rattling off these items by myself. Today's topic is false humility or mistaken humility, where we're going to go down a list of things where we're learning that this is actually not what it means to be humble. That's not humility. And so then we're going to end up talking about what humility actually is. I remember when I was a baby Christian, I memorized a verse, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And at the right time, he'll lift you up in honor. That's first Peter chapter five, verse six. As a baby Christian, I think in a general sense, I knew what that meant, but it gets a lot more complicated the longer you walk, honestly. So chop it up with us and enjoy this episode. So welcome. My husband's joining me again. Hello. He's, he's my go-to guest <laughs> on the episodes. And as I mentioned, we are discussing false humility. We're going to start off talking about what is not humility, mistaken humility. So for example, internal name calling. So let's say this is an example of just really bad self-esteem where you make a mistake and in your head you're like, gosh, I'm such an idiot or what is wrong with me? And you you might know people who have like really negative self-talk that sometimes they'll say out loud. That's not humility. No, no. It's, it's not humility. It's not, we talked about low self-esteem. Yeah. Um, I guess when you when you look at biblical humility, no. well, it says so. Philippians four and eight. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. I guess that's a response, maybe, <laughs> to negative self-talk mm-hmm. but i guess how is it not humility because you would think that if you're talking negatively about yourself then you're looking you're thinking of yourself less so therefore i could see how someone would attribute that to humility right it is a tricky one but putting yourself down or insulting yourself so for example, believing you're less valuable than anyone else is actually not humility because it's not true. So That's humility true. is going to partner with truth every time. And just because you make a mistake and you start calling yourself names, those things you're calling yourself are not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in reality, no life is more or less valuable than any other life, any other person. So to believe 
you're less valuable compared to someone else is not what humility is. Yeah, it's not humble, not being humble. It's it's believing a lie. Yeah. And lying to yourself, which the person who gave who told us to be humble as a follower of Jesus, um, he's the one that defines what is um, what humility is, and so therefore, if we are lying to ourselves, mm-hmm. not looking at ourselves the way he looks at us, then we can't be following the instructions of being humble. Right. So putting yourself down is not humility, nor is the opposite of that. And so that's hiding your pride, right? So we use this term a lot as a term of endearment, like to our kids, I'm proud of you, or people say, I'm so godly proud. Um, And I don't know, is that really the same type of pride or are there two types of pride? (laughs) (laughs) You, our culture is is a pride-filled culture. Yeah. I mean, even we went to our, our alma mater, North Carolina A&T, we used to say Aggie pride, mm-hmm. and, you know, or whatever school or uh, mascot you have, you're always you're shouting pride. But I mean, it's literally feeling good about your stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's your school, you want to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it maybe has remnants or kind of prideful but yeah or like um, when our kids do something and we feel that sense of pride what are we feeling we're feeling good about our kid (laughs) (laughs) like you're mine and you're doing something that is worth celebrating and I feel like there can be a part of that that is not sinful and there's a Mm. part that can be sinful (laughs) but hiding your pride so let's say you really are feeling impressed with yourself right and you mm-hmm. make statements like I don't want to toot my own horn or you go into a meeting you're secretly hoping that somebody praises how great you did on something but yet you're saying oh you know that was nothing you know just that yeah covering up your own boast and everybody has a boast in them like at some point over something we all want to brag on ourselves right Um, but just because you don't show it or don't say it or don't express that doesn't mean that you have humility. You just know it's not good Mm. to, to put it out there. Right. Yeah. So you're saying if I preach a really good sermon and I'm really feeling it because the church was rocking and everything. And then I come down from the stage. So it was this great sermon, Joey, which happens all the time. (laughs) And I say, I say, oh, that was nothing or, you know, to God be the glory. But on the inside, I'm feeling, yeah, that was that was really good. <laughs> I know, oh you know, gosh. I know, but I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, that's a great example, because I remember when I was young in ministry, I was very careful about that. Like, I would never say thank you if mm-hmm. somebody said, you know, you preached or, you know, that word was powerful. You were so anointed. People will come and say stuff like that. And I remember early on just being like, to God be the glory, to God be the glory, like trying to like get out of the conversation. And the person stopped me and was like, I know you want to give God the glory, but I'm trying to tell you something. And I'm just like, okay, let me stop and listen to what they're saying. <laughs> but that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good example. Um, and there's always going to be that temptation to be like, yeah, I crushed it. But really, anything we do is at the mercy of who? Who, who is in control of any gifts, yeah. talents, 
impressive things we do or have. It all comes from God, ultimately. Yeah. And I, th I think we should feel good about following God's calling and his instruction. Right. Um, but I guess the maybe the, the lesson is that don't feel like we are accomplishing this great sense of humility by ignoring the true nature of what you're what you're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like you gotta go deal with the pride. Deal with the honesty. Right. Yeah, be honest. Right. So to not deal with the pride is not humility. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Also, what is not humility is ignoring your needs. So this one is tricky because I think we could look at the example of Christ and think that maybe he ignored his needs. We can also look at Christ and see examples where he he did address his needs. He went off by himself to pray to the Father. Sometimes he was with the crowds and sometimes he went out on a boat to get away from the crowds. Um, and so I think we sometimes believe that if we serve, serve, serve everybody else first, you know, you may be neglecting something you need for you or your family, and we think that that is humility. What do you think? Yeah, I think the very nature that we're talking about needs means that we're talking about those those items or what the things in your life that are important. So if it's a need, it's something that you need. It, it has to happen, and if we ignore them, then we're causing dysfunction or we're hurting an area of our own life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, obviously we need to know what those needs are, but, but I think there is this sense of humility when we forget about ourselves and only help or only uh, think about other people. But if we are ignoring needs, then we are causing, we're harming another area of our life and because of that, I don't think that is true humility. Yeah. And I would even argue that true humility is the ability to recognize your needs, mm -hmm. your strengths and weaknesses and your own needs. Like that's what makes us, um, it's, it's the part of our humanity that we are going to need things for survival and need people at mm -hmm. some point. And so to ignore that is actually opposite. Yeah, actually, let's consider this scenario where you are actually in need. You're hurting. Um, like I guess I was I was sick the other day, and so if I'm in bed or if I ignore that and try to, you know, do things myself, then I'm I'm certainly not being humble. <laughs> I'm actually being more prideful yeah. because I'm ignoring my needs in that scenario and not asking for help. But I think uh, so. That's that's probably easier for us to to see that. Yeah, that's not being humble. Mm -hmm. But I think whenever we ignore our needs, whether it's I'm hurting or whether it's um, I'm helping other people and I'm just ignoring my own needs or my own family, then it's it's prideful because we think that we're the ones. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps it's because we're so focused on trying to help. We think that we're saviors. Mm -hmm. We think that we are most, if, if I don't do it, then, then nothing's going to happen. And so maybe that's more a sense of pride. Yeah, that's true. And I think humility requires you to recognize that, like, if you do step away, the world will keep spinning. Somebody that else will a, step up. Yeah. 
leave your job and see how quickly they fill your <laughs> position. Like, that's so true. Another good example is me as a therapist. Um, imagine I just keep serving people when I need therapy myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't cut out time for that. Then how am I helping anybody right. in the long run? Yeah. So that's another good example. So what is humility then? So we've talked through false humility, some myths about humility. But what is true humility? We said it earlier, an accurate view of yourself, recognizing your strengths and weaknesses. So it's not downplaying the things that you should celebrate in your life. It's not downplaying your blessings or your victories, nor is it pretending like you don't have the straight opposite of that, that you don't have moments where you need to grow um, areas of your life and yourself that need some attention, which in recognizing that everybody has that. Yeah. Perhaps in other words, seeing yourself the way God sees you. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, God sees perfectly and he sees where I may be blind to my own issues, but yeah. really looking for God's perspective on, on me. And mm-hmm. We get that through the word, through mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, but yeah, seeing things the way God, God sees, because then we see our weaknesses and we also see where God is working on us and, and using us. Very true. Yeah. What about this idea of having a radar for your own pride? So like how often, if you are humble, if I'm humble, how often am I praying about pride? How often am I sitting down and taking inventory? Okay, so what areas of my life am I just straight bullheaded? God can't get to me. Like my pride is up to here. Um, If a person is humble, are they tempted to be prideful? And how often are they addressing that? I think humility presents itself through the person recognizing their tendency to be prideful. Really? It, like the person that that is always conscious about not being prideful and you know, or even asking for forgiveness about pride mm. is probably the person that is most humble, most recognized. Because at the end of the day, we talked about honesty, like yeah. seeing ourselves clearly. The more clearly we can see ourselves, I think the better we can present humility. So the humble person can apologize and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would even argue that each time we pray, <laughs> there is a consciousness that um, pride is probably something we can repent of <laughs> yeah. at any given time because it's a part of our flesh. It's what the flesh wants to do. It's how the flesh wants to live, to be its own God, to boast Mm -hmm. in itself, um, to draw its own worship, right? And so, yeah, the radar is important. That's a sign of humility. The scripture also talks about esteeming others highly, and I'll quote it. Philippians 2 verse 3 says, Let nothing be done in pride or vain conceit, but in humility esteem others as more highly than yourself. What does a humble person look like if they're esteeming others more highly than themselves? The humble person is quick to praise others for their efforts and their works. Um, 
I believe they're also quick to share credit. If you do something really well and maybe someone had a small part to play, they're willing to even acknowledge and give credit for that very small part, mm -hmm. um, recognizing that there's value in that person. So. You think about it in the professional setting. Yeah, mm -hmm. I often just often gravitate to the professional setting. But yeah, that's a great example. This next example, I don't know how it plays out for us, but I think of the example of Christ, you know, all the authority and power he had that he restrained, especially during his crucifixion. Um, that's like the best frozen in time picture of humility where because of the greater good, because of all the loss, all of creation, all of humanity, he did not exercise his power and authority. And so I would suggest to you that humility is us even restraining some of the power, privilege, authority we have until it is needed for the best interests of others. So we don't flaunt it or use it for our own promotion, but we use it to build others up. So that's an interesting characteristic of humility that I'm still exploring because I don't know I can't think of real life examples at the moment I think of it like the discipline to hold back or restrain I guess um, in various areas which examples that come to mind probably the most uh, basic one is driving down the road and someone cuts you off <laughs> like you have the authority to to drive in this lane that you're driving in. And when someone does something that potentially could harm you or someone else, um, I think you have, you feel the authority to call it out. <laughs> you feel the uh, authority to call out and then you know, give them a piece of your mind as well. Um, but to, not, not to say you never call it out, but I think the one that uses wisdom to restrain, um, from road rage <laughs> um, is, is humble. Because again, there are many examples in life. Most of the time when we get mad about something, yeah. it's not because we were the one that did something wrong. It's because someone else did something that they weren't supposed to do. And so restraining ourselves to not feel the need to, to always be right or to always correct people in a, in a manner um, that is nasty or ugly. That I think that's humility there. Yeah. Because again, Jesus, the example you provided, he came on this earth. He was on the cross. He was literally on the cross and people were taunting him saying, call the angels to come save you and pull you down. And he could he have. He could have. Yeah. He literally could have. Could have done so much. He could have <laughs> tore everybody up. Yeah. Took their lifeblood and soul out of their little <laughs> right. chest. Man, and when yeah. I hear his story, I that's my reaction. Like yeah. when my flesh responds to the gospel, I'm like, Lord, why you didn't just save us another way? Terrible mm. bottom people that were talking about you and spitting on you and all of that. Mm. It's it. Oh, should I not say that on the episode? No, no. <laughs> Actually, I, another example in scripture came to mind, and it was the. Uh, it was an example of a servant that owed a debt to a king. Mm -hmm. So he owed a debt to a king, and the king, it was a lot of money, and he begged the king, please, please 
get rid of that debt. And the king actually forgave his debt. But then the same servant went out and there was another guy that owed him money. Right. And he goes and basically has the guy thrown in jail trying to you know make sure he gets paid repaid and the king hears about this and says dude like i forgave you much more debt and you go and um and treat this other person um wrongly uh and so therefore he the king ends up putting him in jail mm -hmm. um until he paid the rest it, it's almost like he, the 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 servant had the authority to claim the debt Yet he was prideful. He wanted to get the money. And so therefore he, he then, you know, took that course of action. The king, on the other hand, had the same authority to claim the debt that was owed, but he forgave. And so just using our authority um, for a bigger good or for a greater purpose is an example of, of humility. I think that's a really good example of that use of authority or discipline, restraint, self-control and even the driving example too i think as parents we have to use this as well right mm. because there's a level of humility that will be needed because our kids are gonna have a learning curve so there's always gonna be authority we can use but how do we um filter it in a sense so we've said that humility operates within truth so there's no falsity in humility. Um, it's not hiding or ignoring anything about us. It's an accurate view of ourselves. And the accurate view is defined by how God sees us. It's also having a radar for our own pride and responding accordingly. It's self-control and restraint. That is humility. And some of the other things that are going to look and feel natural and feel like humility at first probably are not mm. in our own efforts. So thanks for talking with me today and filling in as a guest. You're welcome. This was fun. In closing, I want to let you know I appreciate you for listening to this episode and I welcome your questions, feedback, disagreements, whatever it may be. You can email me at ray at myyieldedlife.com. You can also connect with me in between episodes by following me on Instagram or Facebook under My Yielded Life. So until we connect again, take care.